Hey guys, really good episode. Hopefully you enjoyed today. We're talking about stages of business and how to know where to spend money, how to know where to reinvest in, how to know um, when to put into retirement, how to know how much to take to enjoy. Uh, it was a question that I got on Instagram and I felt it was worthy of its own podcast episode. So we are having our live event May 20th and 21st in New Jersey. This is going to be an event all about marketing, all about marketing. Almost without fail, every single Rehab Cairo that comes to me that needs help, they want to figure out how to do marketing, how to get new patients, how to re-engage past patients. We are going to spend two days all about marketing on May 20th and 21st. And so if you ever had a question on what to do, how to do marketing, what's a marketing system, what's a marketing plan, if you want to build a business on purpose rather than just waiting for it to happen, rather than waiting for people to call you up, I can tell you that's a bad strategy. Rather than you know hoping an MD refers to you, another horrendous strategy, if you want to really grow your business and take control of it, you must learn how to market. And so we are going to spend two days at our live event. It's a mastermind event, but we do have guest passes available. So far, I had two guest passes given out already. I have one more guest pass available. It is by application only. And so if you're interested in coming to one of our live events, it's in New Jersey on May 20th and 21st, please send me a message, coaching at strivetomove.com to tell me you're interested. I will send you an application. And if you qualify, we'll get on a call. Uh, we have one guest pass left. So please do not hesitate when you hear this today email me coaching at strive to move.com and we will see you soon. What's up everyone. Welcome to the business school for the rehab chiropractor class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice. So you can do the same. I hope you enjoy and please subscribe. All right, so let's dive right into this. When you're looking to figure out how much money you should take from your business, how to deploy assets and how to be responsible with the income coming in, I think the first place to start is to recognize, first of all, that you are different. As an entrepreneur, the world changes. You know, you're no longer a W-2 employee. And so you don't get a paycheck where the taxes are taken out, they put into your retirement and whatever's left three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten grand in that paycheck, that's yours and you go do whatever you want with it. When you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, everything that comes in, you have to then make that decision on what happens next. Do I take that home? Do I reinvest in the business? Do I hire other people? What exactly do I do in that situation? And it's a learning process, first of all. You're never actually sure. And it's a much more challenging discussion, which is why I always preach to each one of you guys out there, especially if you have parents who, even if they're successful, if they're W-2 employees, they just will not understand. They can't understand it. And I think always and forever, I want to make sure that all of us do get that. Because the decisions that you make, the investments that you make, the asset uh, deployment that you do will forever be different than someone who is a W-2. Even if that person is giving you advice, they have the best intentions, which most of the time they do. It's just different. It's just different. So I just want to make sure that we start with that. So I wanted to break this down to make it as easy as possible. So how do we decide what to do in the business? I think we should talk about it in three stages. And if you're uh, at listening to this with a pen and paper, then you can write this down. If you're driving, I'd recommend not 
writing down, but when you get home, you can rewind back and listen again. How do you decide how much you'll take? So I think there's three stages. Stage one I wrote down here is survive. Stage two is growth. And stage three is explore and enjoy. So stage one of survival is this. If you go back to look at someone like Dave Ramsey, who's a finance guy, he talks about in survival mode in the beginning, you want to make sure you can pay for the four walls. And he calls the four walls food, shelter, clothing, and transportation, which means that when you open the business, step one in survival mode, all you want to do is get to the point where you can survive. You can pay your basic necessities. And just a hint for you guys out there, um, just a little idea of of a, a mental framework that I always bring myself back to. You know, back when I opened my practice in 2015, I was working as an employee as a W-2 somewhere else. And the biggest fear that I had was, can I survive? And you know what? All these years later, in 2023, I always go back to that because there are times in the business where things get stressful and I'm not sure how we're doing and it's, it's and it costs money to run the business and I have to pay people and all these things that have come up. But the thing that I always bring myself back to is, can I just pay my bills? And if I can pay my bills, I'm doing okay. So for you guys just starting out, it's a, it's really, it's a, it's a noble thing to be able to grow a business from zero and to be able to pay your bills. And I don't want you ever to look past that because I don't, I don't ever look past that myself. And I don't think you should either. But the step one of the business is you just need to survive. And so in that survival stage, it's paying for your own four walls, food, shelter, clothing, and transportation. Obviously, those things are personal expenses. But step one, we want to get to this business, the business to the point that we can afford to live on our own. You know, I spoke to a guy uh, a few weeks ago and he's like, I really want to move out of my parents' house. And I was like, that's, that's great. I want you to as well. We need the business to be able to support that. And so once you can do that, once you can do that, the next step in survival mode within the business and within personal mode is building up that emergency fund. So the first stage is just getting it, just get it off the ground. Make sure you can pay your expenses. Hopefully it's low. Hopefully you have low overhead. Hopefully your expenses are just a few thousand dollars per month. And so making two, three, four thousand, I'm I'm making those numbers up. Everyone's situation is different. Once you can do that, any extra money that comes in should be into the rainy day emergency fund. Well, what's an emergency fund? Well, I think, first of all, you should have one for business and for personal. I think you should have one for business and for personal. And by the book, someone like a Dave Ramsey or a financial advisor, they would say three to six months of expenses. So let's say your personal life costs you 4000 a month to live. At a minimum, I want to get you to a point you got ten dollars to $12,000 per month that you have in an emergency fund. Ten dollars to $12,000 per month that you have into an emergency fund. And in, your, and in your business as well. And then the third thing that I would say in survival mode is really getting clear on what your budget is. And this is where this is a nuanced conversation. Now, listen, I understand that everyone has different wants and needs, but there are certain things that we have to pay and invest in the business. I've just decided in my life and career that one of the line items that is in the survival mode of my business will always be my education and investment. And so most of the time in business, obviously we have to pay rent. We have to pay our malpractice. We have to pay for any equipment lease. We have to pay for EHR. Those are all things that we know we have to pay. I would just encourage you forever and always um, to think about having a line item 
in your business that is always budgeted for reinvestment into you. Hormozy would call it the S uh, the S and P and me or the S and P and and me instead of the S and P five hundred. It's the S and P and me. So you're always investing in you. So to go back, survival mode. Your four walls is personally, food, shelter, clothing, transportation. Let's cover that. The next thing, make sure you have an emergency fund, business and personal. And number three, in survival mode, get clear in your budget. What's your rent? What's your malpractice? What's your EHR? And then what's your personal learning and growth budget? Make that a line item between now and the rest of your career. I promise you the return on that will be exponential long-term. So that's stage one of your business. And honestly, we need to get through this stage as fast as humanly possible. We've had people in our mastermind group that do this in two to three months. And that makes me extremely happy because uh, I always say my job in coaching is to just make things happen faster for my clients than they happen for me. Uh, It took me more than six. You know, I opened my practice in July of 2015 and I didn't really, I wasn't able to sort of pay my own bills through the business until I think January or February of the next year. Many of our clients are able to do that in three months. And so I'm very, very, you know, excited and, and, and honored that uh, they are able to do that because it shows that what we are doing is, is helping them and, and it really makes me happy. So that's stage one is survival. So stage two is once we've learned to survive, once we have our personal needs taken care of, once we have our emergency fund, and once we're paying our business expenses easily, able to reinvest in the business, that's when I, that's when we go into stage two, which is growth. Stage two is growth. Stage two is growth. Now, growth stage actually might be that stage that is going to be, that's different from the average Cairo. Because for most people in in their own small business, stage two, once they survive, is to just pay themselves more to upgrade lifestyle. And so you figure out how to pay your bills and you're making four grand a month. And then stage two, instead of reinvesting to grow the business, stage two becomes upgrading lifestyle. Now we start taking vacations. Now we upgrade house. Now we put our kid in private school. And now we're making profit. Now we're making money. And we take home that money to go and expand and spend it on our own personal life. For me, the problem with that is that's where you're going to stay for the rest of your career. And that's how you stay stuck. That's how you don't buy your time back. That's how you don't get autonomy. That's how you stay in your office five days a week. That's how you have 2x growth instead of 50x growth. And so this stage two, this growth phase, I think is something that I hope I can educate you guys on because it takes discipline, but it also takes a know-how to know what and how to do it. I believe that once you've gotten through survival, the next stage is to take all the extra money and figure out how to reinvest it into the business. How do you do that? Right. First thing is business will grow at the speed of the people that you hire. Let me say that again. Business will grow in the speed in which the people that you hire. If you do not have people on your team, your business will get stuck. Let me say that again. If you do not have people on your team, your business will get stuck. There's only so many patients that you can treat. There's only so many phone calls you can call someone back. There's only so many marketing events one person can do. If you do not have people in your business, you will get stuck. And so stage one always is not an associate. I see this all the time. It drives me absolutely insane. 
the first hire, the first reinvestment you make is not an associate. The first one is an admin. Is an admin. It's kind of that do do everything employee. It's the person, they're going to be a little bit personal assistant. They're going to be a little bit admin. They're going to be a little bit phone call. They're going to be a little bit someone that you can just offload some of those $20, $25 an hour tasks onto so that you can elevate yourself to do higher level tasks. But if you're responding to text messages all day and you're sending out random emails and you're rescheduling patients and you're sending in billing, you need an admin. You need somebody to help you. If you Think about at your hourly rate. If you're doing $20 an hour tasks, you will always be a $20 hour employee. Stage two, business growth is reinvesting. The first reinvestment will be in people. The second reinvestment is to increase the line item of personal growth and learning. You will always fall to your level of skill. And so if you're investing $1,000 a month in your education, in your growth and learning, you're going to get an output worth $1,000. If you invest $2,000, you are going to get an output worth $2,000. I shared this with my team last week. At the end of 2018, our business did about $270,000. By the end of 2023, our businesses are projected to do $2 million. In 2018, my level of education, my investment in myself was at a level worth $278,000. In 2023, after reinvesting, after spending more time, after spending more money, after doing the things to learn more business skills, elevating the skills, that reinvestment is now worth significantly more. But it didn't just happen. It didn't just happen overnight. I had to pay to get in rooms. I had to pay to get access. I had to pay to be around people that were making more, that thought with a longer time frame, that had more zeros attached to their thought process. And so at that point, I was in one mastermind group. In 2019, I upgraded to a CEO mastermind group. It cost me an extra $13,000 on top of what I already was paying. The year after that, I joined another mastermind group. And the year after that, I joined another mastermind group. And I've been taking courses all along the way. If you want to be an entrepreneur and business owner and you're committed to growth and learning, you sitting in your house and just hoping and praying that it will just grow is asinine. And so when you're in that growth mode of business, reinvestment is reinvesting in people and reinvesting in yourself. And then the question is, when is enough enough? I can't give you that answer. The only answer that I can give to you is this. The longer you can wait, the more you can invest, the more you'll make later. The thing, the number one thing that will get an entrepreneur stuck is their need or their want for more things and stuff too soon. The longer you can delay, the bigger the ROI on the back end. Now, we're still in growth stage. From a personal finance perspective in this growth stage, the other thing that I would really want you to consider is doing something for retirement. But I want to be nuanced about this conversation. As an entrepreneur, I don't believe that you should max out your retirement account. Let me say that again. As an entrepreneur, I don't believe even if you have the money, you should max out your retirement account. 
you know, I will tell you straight up, I invest $6,000 per year of my own money. And then the company has a match. Our company matches. So it ends up matching up to 3%. But for me, that's all I put into my retirement. And here's the reason. I want to have something there. I want to make sure that I'm putting money into the market early because compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. However, the reinvestment in me, the reinvestment in my skill, instead of maxing that out, like a retirement account, let's just say it's fourteen thousand. I'm not sure the number, so I could probably put another seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars into that. That seven, eight, nine, ten thousand invested in my own skills, invested in another employee, invested in something for the business. The return on that will be so much more than the stock market will ever return. That I'm not, I'm not going to do that to myself. Now, again, this is different than potentially mom and dad who work for the government, who work for Home Depot, work for General Electric, that their only way to invest in themselves really was into their retirement account. So in that growth phase, we're hiring, we're reinvesting in business skills, but I'd also like you to start some sort of retirement account. Like I said, I started at about $200 a month. Over time, I worked up to about $500 a month and I've kept it there. I haven't reinvested more into into retirement. I want to have something there, but again, that extra $500, $600, $700 per month goes back into the business, goes back into Justin, goes back into business skills, goes back into investing in the team because that return, that outsized return as an entrepreneur is always going to be greater than what the stock market can return. So let's just recap because I know we've gone through a lot. Stage one is survival. Within that, four walls, food, shelter, clothing, transportation. Stage two, uh, part two of that is emergency fund. Three to six months of expenses. I like business and personal. Do it as fast as possible. People in our mastermind group get there in three months. And the third part, the nuance of this is you obviously have to pay your business expenses. Make sure a line item of your business, just commit to being someone with growth and learning. Growth and learning. That's a line item, even in survival mode. Because you know what? You'll get out of survival mode much quicker if your skills are better. Stage two is growth. Stage two is growth. This is where you're going to reinvest all extra money back into the business. This is how you're, when you're going to hire employees, you're going to learn more business skills, you're going to reinvest back into yourself. And in addition to that, start putting some money into your own retirement, but don't max it out because I would rather you take that money and continue to reinvest in your own skill. For some people, maybe it's 100 bucks, maybe it's 150, maybe it's 200. Maybe it's 50. Just start somewhere with that basic retirement retirement account, get it going, and over time you can build and build and build. But like any investment, yesterday was the best day to start. So that's stage two of growth. And then I think stage three is that explosion. It's that enjoyment phase. It's where now we get to decide on now we have so much extra cash that we don't know what to do with it. What a great place to be. What a great place to be. So you've survived, now you're reinvesting in you, and now you've got to decide, like, man, I built this thing, now what? Now what? I think at this stage is when you can make a conscious decision on how to now enjoy what you've created. I'm going to do a whole podcast on that because one of the things I see with enjoyment is it often isn't just spending the money randomly. And for most people, actually, it isn't upgrading lifestyle so much as it's upgrading their own freedom. So really, when you're exploding your business and enjoying your business, 
it actually goes back to stage two where you probably need to hire more people because that's the only way you're going to buy back your time. Let's talk nuance in this enjoyment phase. If I asked most people, all right, you, you have all this money, what are you going to do with it? A lot of people would, would talk about upgrading in lifestyle. And, and the two most common basic, biggest expenses that upgrade in lifestyle often are, are cars and homes. And, and I do think it's worth having that conversation. Uh, it might be just a personal, I don't know if it's an issue or hang up for myself. But these are two of the biggest expenses that I would, I would be the most careful with upgrading. And here's why. One of the things that scares me in business is when is lifestyle creep. In other words, I would much rather you take a exorbitantly expensive vacation that's like ridiculously expensive than buy a bigger house. Here's why. The thing that will strap most entrepreneurs is is their it's lifestyle creep. It's the month on month expense that comes up where they just get stuck. And so when you upgrade house and the mortgage goes up and when you upgrade car and the car payment goes up, those are month on month on month expenses that are just going to cost more money each month. And it's going to feel, it's going to feel like you're not doing any better. We've had people in our mastermind group that, you know, make a hundred thousand dollars more in their business in a year and it doesn't feel any different. And the reason why is because with that extra hundred thousand, they increased lifestyle as well. And the money just sort of went, you know, they bought a new car, you know, redid up kitchen, they did the house, they increased mortgage, they refined, like all of these things in the business that become monthly expenses. And all of a sudden we're spending, you know, an extra, an extra $2,000 a month. If you upgrade house, an extra seven, six, five, six, seven hundred dollars on car. Now all of a sudden that's $30,000 in a year. Uh, pre-tax, you're probably at 50. So your business is great. You make, you, you grow 30%, but you spend it all on car and house. And so when you're looking at like exploding your business and enjoying the things that I would just question the most and just be thoughtful about is upgrading house is upgrading car, because those are things that once you do it, that becomes the monthly expense. And this is just for me and speaking from one entrepreneur to the next, the longer you can limit that stuff, the longer you can keep the lifestyle, the house and the car expense down, the more wiggle room you have in the business. So to reiterate that, if you want to upgrade, I would encourage you to think about upgrading lifestyle with one-time expenses, things like vacations, things like experiences, uh, things like that, even you know, if you have a house, you know, I would love when we have a house to have a sauna, right? Well, sauna is a one-time expense. That would be something that would be enjoyable for me, but I don't have to pay for it all the time. It's going to cost me, I don't know, 10, 15 grand, whatever it is. But once I pay for it, I, I own it. I'm not, I don't have to make payments on it. And, and quite frankly, if you have to make payments on it, you probably shouldn't buy it. House and car for me are the ones that always make me feel hamstrung. And for entrepreneurs in general, those are the lifestyle expenses that often get them stuck. So, um, let me review and recap because there's a lot here. Number one, survival mode, four walls, emergency fund, pay the business expense, also have a line item for growth. Stage two really is growth. Reinvest, hire people, learn more business skills. 
Also start a retirement fund, invest a little bit, not too much because more money should go back into the business. And then the third phase is how are you going to explode and enjoy and enjoy? If you're going to enjoy splurge, I would recommend on, on experiences, one-time experiences, you know, go on two to three amazing vacations per year, but after you've paid for the vacation, you're done versus be hesitant to increase, uh, house and car expenses because you have to hold those payments for a really long time. And really think about it. When you upgrade house and you have two more bedrooms, most of us spend the most time in three rooms, the kitchen, you know, where the TV is and then where we sleep. Do we really need that much more? Not saying not upgrade when you have it, you know, good. I get it. Like I understand it, but just, just be careful. Just be careful. So this just gives you a basic framework. The last thing that I'll say is how much do we take to enjoy the, the, I'll do a whole episode on what enjoyment actually means. I asked a couple people about this and it's like, all right, well, if you have profit in the business, 20 to 30% might be a nice amount that you should take and enjoy. Um, but again, it always is, is dependent on, on what you enjoy. I'll tell you straight up, uh, since I've been a little kid, I've always enjoyed personal growth. Like I used to take baseball lessons and things like that. I always enjoyed that type of stuff. And so for the last decade, when when I've done well, the gift I've gave given to myself is buying another course or another coach or another mastermind. Uh, the reason and the reason why I'm so passionate about what I do here is because it's just it's just I just tell people what I'm passionate about and what I do, and I hope you see it the same way. Um, because the enjoyment and the pleasure that I get from continuing to explore my own education and the growth and learning is significantly more than another bedroom in a house or a nicer car or anything like that. I'm not saying those things are bad, but figure out what actually drives you, what makes you happy. Because that term enjoyment, when your business does produce and it does have profit, I want you to enjoy it, but make sure you're enjoying it on the things that really, really matter to you. So, um, I hope you found this episode valuable. Happy to do more content on this specifically. I think it's a really good conversation and I'll leave you with this. The idea of of what happens when I'm successful is something that all of you guys out there should think about. What I find most often is we never get out of survival mode, even when we're successful. Why don't we prepare for success? What if we prepare to be successful? What happens when I figure this out? What happens when I have a lot of money? What am I going to do with it then? Start talking about that rather than what happens if. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you. 